Welcome to Busting History and Science, second episode or first episode? I don't know. My name is Lisa, and this is my dad. Alan, and welcome. Lisa, we are going to be talking about your favourite subject. History. And your favourite person. Well, theoretically, he's not my favourite, but Alexander Hamilton. Right. Now, who was he? He was the first Treasury of State in America. And do you know what? The piece of resistance, he was an immigrant. Where was he born? He was born in a small island of the Caribbeans. Really? Yes. So, how did he get to where he got to? Well, for that, Dad, we need to go back. Okay. Back to Alexander Hamilton's childhood. Let's go. So, Alexander Hamilton was... Well, if you just want to imagine an island in the Caribbean with palm trees and everyone drinking out and just no darkness and dismay, stop listening now. So, Alexander Hamilton's dad left him when he was young to go back to Scotland. Then, a few years later, by the way, his dad left when he was 10, a few years later, Alexander Hamilton's mum died. Wow, that's not good. Oh, it gets worse, don't worry. Okay, tell me more. So then Alexander and his brother started living with their cousin. But guess what? What? Committed suicide. Wow, so he had a really upsetting childhood. Oh, it gets worse, don't worry. Really? So then Alexander Hamilton started working for his mother's his dead mother's landlord, trading things like sugarcane, rum. Oh, that's okay. Let me finish. And when he was 14, a hurricane destroyed his whole... F- this is might be the most... Dis- this might be the most... Best... Not the best part, but the most definite part of Alexander Hamilton's life. A hurricane destroyed... When he was 14, a hurricane destroyed his home and everything. Wow, that's not good. Well, actually, for Alexander Hamilton, it sort of was. Why? Well, he wrote wrote a detailed essay about the destruction, and then that got everyone realising realising this kid's smart, and they all put money into hat to send him to the mainland, which was... America. And he got a proper education and became a lawyer. So what what age was he when when, uh, the hurricane hit? Like I said, it's 14. Okay. So across there, would he be going to college or was it state school? I'm not sure. Okay. Right. So he went to school. Mm -hmm. Then he obviously left school. Did he go to university or? Well, he actually left school to help in the America in the American Revolution and was a good favouritism of George Washington. So what did he do in the revolution? Well, he originally was just a soldier, then he was like the secretary of George Washington. Wow, that's a big step up. <laughs> You're telling me. So he stepped up from being a soldier to the 
sort of like right hand man secretary of George Washington. Right. And at this point, roughly what age would he be? Probably about, I don't really know. Well, he would have just finished school. Not entirely sure, Dad, to be honest with you. Okay, okay. And from there, what happened next? Well, do you think this story needs a bit of romance? Mm, can't be a bit of romance. <laughs> Enter the Skylar sisters. And they are? Angelica, Eliza and Peggy Schuyler. And what are they all about? Well, imagine this. You're a woman living in the 1800s. Your dad's rich. All the men are flocking to you. Now, what happened was it was a winter's ball and everyone wanted to hook up with the Schuyler sisters. And then two of them, Angelica and Eliza, noticed Alexander. Angelica originally went up to Alexander Hamilton and fell in love with him at first sight. But here's the piece of resistance. She didn't act on her feelings. And there's three main reasons why. Why? Well, the first one was her father had no son. So her only job was to like marry rich, you know, all that. And the second one was... He, she thought that Alexander was just after her because she was a Skylar sister. And there was one third one. Her sister Eliza was going all heart eyes emoji over this guy. And she trusted her sister. And so she stepped aside and introduced him to Eliza, who was his future bride. Oh, that's nice. So was it all rosy and he had a wonderful life with her? I suppose you could say that. Okay, sounds a bit dark here. Okay, tell me more. When Alexander was 34, uh, he may or may not have... Okay, I can't defend the indefendable here. Alexander Hamilton hooked up with Maria Reynolds. So he cheated on her? Yeah. Oh, not nice. Um... This lasted for four months, and and Mr. Reynolds threatened Alexander Hamilton unless he didn't cough up to tell the public. So it wasn't just a one-night stand, then? No. Mm, okay. I told you I couldn't defend the indefendable. Right, so he cheated, he done all that sort of stuff. What happened next? Well, after the four months, he left Miss Reynolds, and went to go be the right went to go be the treasury of state for mr george washington wow that's a job and a half you're telling me but that's where you met a certain i'm not sure if you've heard of this man but thomas jefferson mm, i've heard the name but i don't know well he was um uh, he was like Alexander Hamilton's rival. And Alexander Hamilton was trying to start the first bank in America. Do you want to know something interesting? Go for it. Thomas Jefferson and his friend 
were trying to stop him. Now, why would you stop it? Because they did not agree with Hamilton. They, they just didn't like him. Well, I think the reason they were trying to stop it is because they had just fought in a war to get rid of the taxis, and with a bank, it would bring back the taxes. Mm, but without taxes, you you got to fail in an economy. And what they were trying to say was the only person, the taxi, who benefit is the exact seat that Hamilton sat in. Ah, understand now. I understand now. I get it. Right. So, but one time, there's, to quote from Hamilton here, the musical, an immigrant and two Virginians walk into a room, diametrically opposed foes. What do you think that means? Pass. So the immigrant is obviously guess who? Alexander Hamilton. The Virginians is Thomas Jefferson and his friend. And that room, no one else was in it. And that's where they worked out their troubles. They worked it out, talked it all out. The Virginians, when the Virginians walked out that room, they had the state capital. Okay. And when Alexander Hamilton walked out of the room, he... Alex walked out with the bank. So, what were you wanting to say, Dad? The Virginians. Okay, so what happened next? Well, basically, the election of 1840s happened. Now, this really... And what was that all about? Well, Al Alexander Hamilton met this guy called Aaron Burr, and they were sort of frenemies, if you get what I mean. Yeah, he and, was a dark guy. Yeah, I think I've told you a bit about him. And this really kicked off everything for Aaron Burr. But let me explain. Thomas Jefferson was running for per for president. And guess who else was? Aaron Burr. Uh-huh. And what happened was Aaron Burr was doing so well and then it was a draw. So it was up to the panel. And everyone was like, Alex, tell us who you love. Because Alexander, at this point, no one knew that he had had the affair. Well, actually, I think they... No, they didn't at this point. And everyone's like, tell us who you love. Tell us tell us who you're going... Tell us who you're going to vote for. And basically, what happened was... Guess who he said? Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Even though he's never agreed with Jefferson once, his in his own words... Jefferson has beliefs, Burr has none. Wow. So that would make um, Alan Burr happy, uh, angry. You bet your money on it. So then, a few years later, guess what happens? Tell me. Well, let's just say... they found out that the way Alexander Hamilton was... Remember that affair that I told you about earlier? Yeah. Well, they found out that Alexander Hamilton, to pay Mr Reynolds, was taking money out of the state bank. Ooh! But he said if he can prove he was innocent, would they let it go? 
and they said yes and that's how and he published the reynolds pamphlet okay so that was all brought out in the open and everybody thought oh he's not as nice as we think he is well more or less but the whole thing kind of blew over and when his wife really took it badly and so and his wife's sister angelica i remember uh-huh. and kind of supported her until his, their son philip died so here's yeah no on you go well here's how their son philip died so their son philip challenged this man who was trash talking hamilton behind his back to a duel and then what happened was he lost well no hamilton told him to aim his pistol at the sky and if the man he was challenging was any decent of a man he would do the same and was he a decent man no so his son died and that's when and he was by his side and they both kind of cried and then they were and then they got back together again that's not sort of the greatest advice to give your son while he's going into a duel <laughs> aim your gun somewhere else apart from the person that you want to shoot well theoretically it's actually very sentimental yeah so going on from that mm-hmm. and i'm guessing you want to go back to aaron burr yes because this is a juicy bit if you mean blood then yes sure you've been dying for this bit for you you've been dying for this bit for ages haven't you yep okay well here goes nothing so aaron burr kind of challenges alexander hamilton to a duel and basically what happens is alexander does what he what his son done well he he challenged alan burr no aaron burr challenged him but he done what his son done in the duel too he took his own advice uh that doesn't seem very clever to me because if you see that that advice didn't work the first time um why Uh, why make the same mistake twice well i'm glad you brought that up the reason alexander didn't kill aaron burr was because he he knew he couldn't live with the guilt imagine this you're a man so someone's challenged you to a duel if you murdered them how are you going to live with the guilt and if you point your gun somewhere else you're not going to live at all well yes i suppose it I see where you're coming with that, but some sacrifices have to be made. Yep. Okay, so what? When? When was it he actually got killed? It was in twelve twelfth of July, eighteen eighteen four. Eighteen o four. Eighteen o four. Wow. He was aged 49. That's not old. Yeah, that's, not old. that's what I thought. Like, 
talk about dying young. Okay. Um, and he died else? in. Died in. He died in New Jersey, and it was very close to where his son died. Wow. He died in Weehawken. Right. Is there anything else you would like to add as a quick... Well, this has been a quick overview of Alexander Hamilton's life. I know there's probably other things, but it's hard to fit it all into this time bit. Yep. That is absolutely superb. I've learned a lot, and uh, hopefully you listeners have learned loads too. Hey, Dad. Didn't you say something about having a fun fact first or something like that? Yep, here's my fun fact. The chainsaw was invented by two doctors. Wait, why would a doctor need a chainsaw? They invented it so that they could... Any babies getting caught in the pelvic bone, they cut it out with the chainsaw, and that was in the 1780s. Wait. They invented the chainsaw. Two questions. Number one, wouldn't that have been very painful? Uh, probably. And number two, if it was in the 1780s, how would they have had a motor for it? It wasn't a motor. It was a, it had a chain of something that would cut through bones and it was turned by hand by a handle on the side. Well, that is a very cool fun fact. So there you go. There's my quick fun fact for the day. Hi, and here is today's science bit. Now, it's an O-glider. Yeah. Now, in order for it to make an O-glider, you may need some help with from an adult for kids here you need um strong paper or flexible card and what you do is get make it into a small circle with and then sellotape it and a slightly bigger circle and sellotape that and then sellotape it onto a straw sellotape it onto a straw and uh, then if you throw it, it's really cool. Yep. The width of the circles is maybe about mm, 10 to 15 millimetres. But theoretically, it doesn't really matter. You don't want it really wide. It's just, and then you can throw it and you can have lots of fun with it. Yeah, we made some ones and we were like yep. trying to throw it into our washing yep. basket. Try adding fins onto the side of it. See if it makes it work any better. Try adding an extra circle. Try adding an extra circle. Get back to us. Let us know how you do. When you're building it, put your big circle at the back and your small circle at the front and have lots of fun. Right. And here is Lisa's question. So, this is sort of a bit complicated compared to our last one, but on the topic of Alexander Hampton, who is obsessed with his legacy, should a legacy just be one thing, or should it be about your whole life? 
And if it's about one thing, should it only really be about a good thing or a bad thing as well? Or Here's what I'm meaning by this. If you were always in and out of jail and then you done one really good thing for your community, should it be, and you sadly passed away, should it be that your legacy was just that really one big thing, like donating thousands of pounds to the NHS, or should it be donating thousands of pounds to the NHS and all that bad stuff you've done? Mm. I think people may think that if you do one good thing, that sort of writes off some of the bad stuff you've done. Mm-hmm. But like it's an exchange system. If you remember to use your manners, it revolves. It cancels out you hitting your brother. <laughs> but if it's all about a legacy, all about somebody being really, really bad, I'm not sure that should be a legacy kind of thing. Thing. Uh, in me, a legacy is a kind of celebration of somebody. Mm-hmm. Or am I getting this wrong completely? Yeah, going off the topic of Alexander Hamilton quickly, his legacy was aiming the pistol at the sky. And actually, if you go to the if you go to the Trinity Church on the date that Alexander Hamilton died, well, not actually on the date, but on the month, and you know what I mean, like yeah. his death day, and you'll actually see U.S. soldiers pointing their guns at the sky. Do they fire them? How many bullets do you think would be in Alexander Hamilton's grave if they'd done that? Right. So they just point their guns at the sky and that's it? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that's digressing. We are digressing now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A legacy. In my view, it should only be good legacies that get noticed. Well, yeah, but... As we say, this is an ambiguous question, so there will be the other people who are like, a legacy should be everything about your life. Okay, right. We'll leave it at that. And uh, if the listeners get back to us and tell us what they think. We're hoping to have our our Facebook page up by the end of this episode. Right. Okay. Thank you. And it's... Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.